galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Theron to Dantooine, and everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Welcome, everybody, to Legends Look Back. This is the formerly Patreon-exclusive show brought to you by Utini.com, where we talk about all things Star Wars Legends, the show that has been described as the podcast for people who like Star Wars books and love to drink Surge and play with their Tamagotchis. <laughs> we're going to be celebrating our rich EU history as well as diving into... How'd you guys like that? That was good. Uh, we're diving into lesser-known Star Wars classics as well. I'm your host, Jared Mays, joined, as always, by... The rock star himself, Freddie C. How's it going, Freddie? It's going, man. I I I'm so excited to read all of these books in front of me, but I know we've got a an announcement of some video or some content coming up soon of some books. I'm not sure when we're gonna make that, but uh, into the show. We'll save, save it, it. Freddie. They gotta stay for okay. the whole show. They gotta get all those Twitch watching points. What are those things called? The little bubbles that pop up as you're watching. <laughs> I love those things so much. Pop up videos. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and excited to have you here, Freddie, as always. Freddie jumped on with me at 8.59 p.m. for our show that starts at 9, because time zones, everybody. <laughs> yeah. We are also joined this week by our our his second appearance on the podcast two weeks in a row. We've got Patrick. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. I just want to know, does that tie Meg's record now for uh, two appearances on Legends Look Back? Well, Meg's got the record for two shows in a row. Eric has also been on twice. Three times. No, Eric's got the record with three. Three guest appearances. We need to have like a screen that shows uh, like the rankings of our guests and let people vote <laughs> on which, which guests they like the most. They can just like text it in. We'll get that feature added soon. But as we get started this week, I've got to tell you about my latest Star Wars books problem. You ready for this? Today I got a text from my wife about my Star Wars book addiction. You ever get that from your partner? Let us <laughs> yeah. know in the chat. You ever get a text from your partner about your Star Wars books problem? I'm anxious to know, is it just me? The text today said this. Were you supposed to get another Thrawn book? <laughs> because here's the thing. I got a few days ago, in pristine condition, my copy of uh, Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising. What a Star Wars title. You can't even see the blue pages. With my, my light shining on it here. The, the pages are blue, everybody. Beautifully blue. I'm trying. Learning how to do video. Got this awesome copy of the book in the mail. So excited to dive in and read it. And then today in the, in the mail arrives not one but two copies of Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising. So here's my question. What in the world am I going to do with two copies of this freaking book? <laughs> read them both. Well, it is a dense enough book where I feel like I'm going to need two read-throughs in order to make it through. You know, I've, I've got to admit, I started Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising. I'm not going to say that whole title every time. Uh, yeah, they're canon books, Wes. I know they're canon, but Thrawn, we, we, we've got the, we claim him as a Legends character, and there's no way you will ever convince me otherwise, mm. all right? Uh, I was so excited to start the book, made it an hour and a half into the audiobook, finished it, and was like... I don't have a clue what I just listened to in the last hour and a half. So, a couple days later, I restarted it. I was like, I'm just going to start clean, clean slate, start this sucker over. Made it through the exact same hour and a half, first, like, two chapters. Finished that uh, hour and a half listening session, only to turn off my audiobook 
and still feel like I had no idea what I had just listened to. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm doing great. <laughs> doing great over here. <laughs> Absolutely well, great. Jared, what you described was uh, my high school algebra class. So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Perfect. Yeah, I think it's an experience that a lot of us can relate to for sure. Um, you know, it can't be that unusual for people to to try to make it through an audiobook and and maybe their mind's not in the right place. Uh, how are you guys doing in the new Thrawn book? How are you feeling like uh, it, it fits as a Legends book? Would it fit in the Legends continuity? Let me know. Couldn't be more excited to get into that. But you know what book I have read multiple times, both in hardback and on audio? And I do remember very clearly, if you're watching on our Twitch live stream or our YouTube video, first of all, welcome. Glad you're with us. Uh, and that is The Old Republic Revan by Drew Carpitian. And I am excited tonight for us to finish out this bad boy Last week we talked about the characters. This week we are getting into the overarching questions. Are you ready? Let's do this thing. Last week, of course, we talked about the uh, the main characters. We talked about the, everybody's favorite Sith Lord that they love to hate, and that's Scourge. We talked a little bit about uh, what, is, what is it that makes Scourge uh, set apart as a Sith? Is there anything interesting about Scourge? We're rooting... Uh, I said Surge. I'm in the 90s mood, guys. Surge, um, like that. Did you ever drink Surge, Freddy? I did. I did. I drank Surge while I held my favorite. Uh, I don't know if you can see that. Buff Luke. You got, you got Power of the Force. Bring it down. Bring it down. I'll try to find you, Freddy. Oh, that's the wrong scene. That's the wrong scene. I got this. I got this uh, very touchy trackpad. That's yeah. Power of the Force, Luke. It's a little pixely. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing, if we're being honest. Probably a good thing when it comes to those Power of the Force figures. Um, I've got a real weird looking. I got a Yoda that looks like he's seen better days <laughs> with my Power of the Force figure over here. I can show it off in front of the camera. See if I can get Yoda up to the... Yoda's got this look on his face like he's seen some stuff. You know what he I mean? He sniffed too many dryer sheets. Like if <laughs> he's, he's been eating too much of that root leaf stew. How about you guys in the chat? Do you have any Power of the Force figures? If so, to snap a pic and throw it in the Legends Look Back channel in the Discord. But that's enough Yoda talk for today because Yoda's not in today's book. Buff Luke's not in today's book, but you know who is? Revan. The only Star Wars character who absolutely 100% of the time can beat Boba Fett in a costume contest and uh, can even beat, what do you think, Chewbacca in a, in a popularity contest? Everybody loves them some Revan. We talked last week about why we love Revan so much. Um, whether or not Revan did the right thing in leading the Jedi to war without the Council's approval. Uh, we talked about whether or not we prefer light side or dark side Revan. But this week, we are going to be talking about uh, more of the big picture questions. Let's start off with this. You know, essentially, this book is one major retcon, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it in a big way, you've got to be able to cement those choose-your-own-path stories of KOTOR 1 and 2 in order to uh, you know, forge your own path forward with the, the connecting tissue story that's going to lead us into the MMO, which is SWOTOR. I cannot, I cannot say that for the life of me. How do you say it, Patrick? You're more of a gamer than me. You say SWOTOR? SWOTOR. SWOTOR. But it's not spelled that way. There's no extra O. Because uh, then it would be Star Wars of the Old Republic, or Star Wars O, the Old Republic. Star Wars the Grand Old Old Republic. <laughs> That's not right. You know what? I can't talk either, so you know what? My enunciation of things is uh, haphazard at best, <laughs> so you know what? 
It's been one of those weeks, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to just go sit in the corner. Well, this week, you know, um, <laughs> we, we were talking about the fact that uh, while this is a major retcon, I kind of like the way that it works. And I want to hear from you guys, though. Which version of the story of Revan do you prefer? Do you prefer this idea that he turned the dark side in order to defeat the Mandalorians and then like his the, the power and, and the glory of it all kind of snowballs and once he's got a taste of power, he just wants more and more and more of it, which, which is my impression from the video game, right? Or do you prefer the version of the story that we get in this book where he's turned to the dark side because he's discovered the Sith Empire? What do you think, Patrick? Who did it better, gonna... the game or the book? I actually do like the book's explanation for it. Oh, excuse me. That drink's coming back. No, it also... <laughs> I like the idea because it also gave the storyline in a bigger overarching villain. Like, that there's... Yeah, that's, that's good. A palpatine feel of someone, like a puppet master behind the scenes pulling all the strings. Well, it's easy to think of him as Palpatine if they're literally just calling him the Emperor, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's got a name. What's his name? I forgot it. I think I erased it from the show notes. Was it Tenebrae? No, I don't think that's right. I'll look it up. Um, while, while I look it up, while I do a good old Google search, Freddie, what do you think? Who did it better, the book or the vid- video game? Yeah, I, I like I like the video game. The video game has a good good catch to it, but honestly, it, I started with the book. So it, to me, it was focusing more on, on... I mean, you needed to have some kind of, of path, right? You couldn't... There's so many options that you could have chosen in... in uh, or not so many options, but there's only a few options you could choose choose in the uh, I guess your adventure, right? In in the game right. itself, but I really liked how they cemented it in Revan because then that that means that you can go back and do whatever you want in the game. You can keep him on the on the dark side. You can keep him on the light. You know, it's really up to you. And I, I think that's cool. So I would say I prefer I really prefer the book on on how they I guess they explored so many options and and so many different things that could have happened to him in terms of like his path because he could have stayed in the in the dark side he could have chilled there forever and no one would have saved him but i liked i liked seeing him getting getting saved i liked seeing him you know try to be a jedi again and just getting sucked back into the dark side or or at least getting attracted to it yeah you know that's that's one of the interesting things freddie i don't know why your picture's showing up better in one in one screen versus the other you're looking better in this frame so we're just gonna leave (laughs) you here stay put freddie all right (laughs) Stay in your yeah. lane. Stay in your Someone frame. Grab me my surge. Uh, I'm the one who, I'm the one <laughs> who holds have, the controls. Go ahead, Patrick. I do have one question. Was it? It's my understanding now. Granted, I may be wrong on this. That in Kotor, the everyone's idea of him turning to the dark side because he wanted power was that just like their guess? I can't recall properly. Was that just like everyone's like assumption, or like the Jedi's assumption that he just wanted power, or did they? No one really knew for sure why. That's kind of the fun thing, is that it's a little bit nebulous, right? Um, they're telling me to turn up your mic, Freddie. I will get that fixed on my end. Don't touch anything on your end. Don't listen to the chat, Freddie. I will fix it. <laughs> um, that's, that's one of the things that works really well, Patrick, is the fact that... Um, it, it's a little bit up in the air. You don't really know. Revan in the video game doesn't do a lot of talking. He's mostly, you know, swinging the lightsaber, uh, you know, wielding the force lightning. You learn more about his backstory. You don't so much hear him monologuing 
you know, you don't really find out his his own internal viewpoint. Um, I think in the game, it's a little bit nebulous. You hear other characters saying, well, here's what happened. He led the, the, the Jedi in the Mandalorian Wars, and then after that, um, he went off into the Unknown Regions and came back a Sith Lord. My understanding is that in the game, he discovered the Star Forge. They just they went to that the planet of the with the fish head people. You know what I'm talking about? They kept those big old Rakata? the Rakata. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the scary frogs. <laughs> the, this book this book actually names it. I forget the name of the planet. Um, but but in in that version, it's like he he discovers this massive battle station, and then um, uh, w- when he does, they at that point they're like, well, I guess we have to conquer the galaxy, right? What's your take on that, Freddie? Yeah, um honestly that that's one part that just kind of didn't really stick to me. I it I don't know how to dis- how to describe it, but there this book was was there were so many different things, right? We everyone talks about how convoluted it was, and there's definitely parts of the story that I just blank out of my head because it's either just too much or I'm I'm just not interested in it and, and I move on to the next, which I think is why I gave it a 7 because it it kept me in the story, but it didn't quite keep me in a lot of different parts. And and this is definitely, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. <laughs> it's just one of those things that I just, I can't, I can't really get into it in, in terms of, of this story. You know, one of the things about it for me is I like that there's kind of these alternate takes on what actually happened. Yeah. And it's a little bit like, well, maybe this happened, maybe that happened. And and the fact that the fact that it's all legends means that there there really isn't a correct answer on what happened to Revan and why he turned to the dark side. It seems to me that this book is is saying, well, well, he it makes him more heroic even as a Sith Lord because he was really trying to save the galaxy as opposed to dominate the galaxy. Malak's the one who's really petty mm-hmm. and evil because he betrays his best friend, and that's a horrible thing to do. Um, Whereas I like the idea that that Revan he originally had this is my this is my head canon my head legends my head legends all right is that that Freddy not Freddy you're Freddy. Freddy that Revan I just called I just called Revan Freddy I mean is that an bad. insult to, to to <laughs> good job Revan <laughs> is that an insult to Revan or a compliment to Freddy it's definitely it's one of the name, two that's all <laughs> it's on his uh, driver's license his speeder's license <laughs> Freddy Revan C there you go. Um, my my head version of this is the fact that um, the fact that, that that Revan originally has good intentions, but then once he takes one step down the dark path, he it dominates his destiny, as Yoda says, as buff, long legged, <laughs> power of the force Yoda says, forever will it dominate your destiny. Um, it's like he didn't mean to become evil. He originally had good intentions. The Jedi were the ones who were set in their ways, and they were wrong to not get involved. But then he realized, hey, I really am the coolest, you know, most powerful Jedi there ever was. Uh, I guess the universe kind of owes me one, right? Does that make sense to you, Yeah, Freddy? you know, when you put it in that in that term, or in that, like, viewpoint, I guess, for me, what I see is... Revan is powerful, no doubt, right? He's an absolutely powerful person. And I think what happened is, what, like, if you really put the two together, right, you've got the light side, the dark side. What is the dark side focused on? Is power, right? So someone who is powerful is naturally going to attract the dark side, in my opinion. I mean, look at Anakin. He's extremely powerful, 
uh, of course, he he had a lot of, I guess, feelings and, and and I mean, there's a lot of drawbacks to his character too that that brought him into the dark side. But I I personally think that uh, just the power that Revan had and and I guess the the what he was destined to do, it just almost he had to go to the dark side. There was almost no choice. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Um, one of the things that uh, that also makes sense to me is that as I'm reading this book, you're spending a lot of time with Scourge, right? Gotta love Scourge, unless you hate Scourge, in which case I totally understand because he's not the best. Um, as I'm reading through this book, we're spending a lot of time with this Sith Lord who's who's very arrogant, but you know he's not he's not caught up in the whole um, political system of the Sith there on Droman Kos. And then it's a beautiful thing at the end when you've got Revan teamed up with the exile Mitra Surik, also teamed up with a Sith Lord who just kind of has his own agenda. Uh, Patrick, did you see the team up coming or did it did it surprise you? Did it blindside you? Was this predictable for you? Oh, I thought it was very predictable, especially. <laughs> like, once he gets in prison, I'm like, okay, I kind of know where this is going. But it did not redeem Scourge for me. Okay. Okay, so um, did not. Why not? Because he just he's still he's still pretty petty and, and evil. If I'm allowed to talk about the ending um, fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, full spoilers, everybody. Hit uh, the button. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, he cowered. He cowered out. He cowered. Oh, hold I on, Patrick. We've lost your audio. Let me fix it. I'll fix it, everybody. Um, there's always something. Keep talking, Patrick. Let's see if it. All right, comes I'm back. In. No, no, no. Uh, okay. L- let me fix it. Oh, Patrick. Me too. Uh, yeah, totally love love uh, that that song. Thanks for the save, Freddie. <laughs> love that song of uh, uh, Nickelback's album. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a fan. Keep going. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> there it is. All right, you're you're, you're in. Uh, Go ahead, Patrick. We're back. Okay. Uh, no one heard. No. That. Um. Oh. <laughs> No, he. How how are you a Sith Lord and coward from the fight, in the in the middle of it? When honestly, y'all had a legitimate shot of winning. Yeah. They, like Mitra, literally gets that lightsaber. It's like he's she scares the lights out of the Emperor with that lightsaber throw, and then Scourge is just sitting back, kind of scared and cowering. Take his Sith card, man. Take his official status. Everything. No. No. No, he's not redeemable. Do you do you think Sith have cards like membership cards? I'm a good standing well, member. I paid my dues. I don't uh, care if he's got five points left to a sub. <laughs> take it away from him. What do you no, think? He's... What do you think, Freddie? Is uh, was this was this predictable for you? Was it surprising? Did you see this coming? Um, you know, when it came to this this huge team up fight, they're fighting the Emperor. You got Revan versus the Sith Emperor. And by the way, Patrick, you are right. His name is. Um, we're both right, and we're both wrong. Um, his name is, as you said, Tenebrae. I was thinking Tenebris, mm. Darth Tenebris, but that's a different person. Don't be confused, everybody. There's Tenebrae and Tenebris. Um, but he also goes by Vitiate. I knew him as Lord Vitiate. That's the name they use more in this book. Um, you're more familiar with the video game, Patrick, and I couldn't get past like the first level. <laughs> so you've got that one on me. Um, so, so we're both right on that. Uh, but, Freddie, what do you think? Did you see this coming? For me, it was kind of surprising. I was excited to see Revan teamed up with the Exile from KOTOR 2, term- teamed up with this uh, the Sith Lord that we've got to know in this book. Yeah. What about yeah, you? Was yeah, this, it, are you with me or Patrick? It was, it, 
You better take my side or you're off the show. <laughs> well, thankfully, it was it was kind of a surprise. I didn't I didn't completely expect it. Um so when I when it did happen, it it, it was pretty surprising to me and I, I mean I, I just remember flipping through those pages just reading through and I'd be like what the heck is going on here <laughs> and then coming going backwards just to like start it again to see how it happened it was pretty awesome I liked it I liked it a lot yeah I did too um, maybe it's the fact that I read this when I was like 18 or 19 I didn't see it coming so uh, we'll blame we'll blame my 18 or 19 year old self for not being as as uh, savvy as Patrick for seeing it coming um <laughs> But you know, it is a, it's a pretty audio... it's a pretty epic ending to the book. Go ahead, Patrick. No, I was gonna say, I must say the audiobook version it feels like it's more hinted at than just like reading it out because you know when Mark Thompson does the different voices, he kind of leans into it more because you know Mark Thompson. Oh yeah, doing audiobooks definitely leans into it. Um, you know, we're talking about the ending of the book. We've got Revan teamed up with Scourge against the Emperor. The other person he's teamed up with is Mitra Surik, which if that name is unfamiliar to you, that's fine. In in KOTOR 2, uh, she goes by just the Exile, mm-hmm. right? So you create your own character. For me, he's a, he's a, a, a bearded, very severe-looking man. So the book has, you know, got a definitely better version of the character for sure. Um... You know, but it really does canonize, as we've talked about in Legends, of course, canonizes both KOTOR 1 and 2, where both Revan and the Exile take the the light side paths. Um, so, as they, they, they take the, the official good side of, um, you know, the right, the right path in terms of which version of the story you were supposed to follow, which, you know, is... is um, it's a little bit sad, the fact that you can invest a lot of time and effort. and I, I might have spent 90 hours in yeah, my first playthrough of KOTOR. I don't know. There's no way to find out now. It's been, it's been a while. But does this cheapen the, the magic of the video game for you, Freddie? Or does it tie the stories together for you? It, it ties the stories. What I really liked about it was, and maybe this is just my where I'm coming from in terms of my fandom, if... if stories conflict with other stories or they don't match up i don't know if i really care to be honest i I still think of it as part of a timeline you know people like to get into oh well han should have been like 85 in this in this scene uh why is he only like 20 uh you know just read the book and don't think too hard about the timeline or don't think too hard about the outcomes or how it's been retconned or whatever i i enjoyed it i i always see I, i don't know if it's just how how i perceive things but i think it it really lends itself to assisting me in understanding the the game a little bit more and and you know the the time the timeline really yeah yeah over in the over in the chat joxy is criticizing me for uh, my 90 hours in in kotor just totally made up that number right there on the spot I'm trying to run a a twitch show over here joxy <laughs> so uh forgive me for juggling a lot of a lot of things over here i'm just making numbers up as i go <laughs> Um, <laughs> we'll say welcome to Juliana and Timothy, who have both joined us. Glad to have you here with us. We're talking about this, the, the, the overarching questions of uh, the Old Republic Revan by Drew Carpitian. Uh, we're talking about the fact that this really does canonize. It sets in stone and cements the, um, the stories, both the, the light side story arcs for Revan and Mitra Surik. Uh, and the question is, does this, does this cheapen the magic for you, or... Or, or or does it um, tie the stories together? 
What do you think, Patrick? Would it have been better to just leave the stories ambiguous? I'm with Freddy. I think playing both the games, how they're both all-time great games. I said that last week. I will stand by that until like my bones decompose away. Absolutely. Because that is the hill I will die on. But Freddy probably thinks Star Wars Galaxies is better, <laughs> but I don't know how you could ever believe Get your that. Get glasses out. <laughs> meet, meet me after this podcast, Freddy. But... But no, as great as those games were, as enjoyable as they were, like you said earlier, you if you're going to continue a character story, you kind of have to just pick a pick a um an arc and go with it. And they did a great job from what they went with. So yeah, it doesn't cheapen anything. Well, we've talked about the fact that uh, we've got this huge team up where they're battling the emperor, who we now know has two names. So that's fun. Um, but all great Sith Lords do, right? You got uh, Palpatine and Sidious. You know, you got Dooku and what's his other name? Um, I'm blanking because I'm on a live podcast and that's the way it Tyrannus. works. Right. Yeah, Tyrannus, which is way too cool of a name for somebody as decrepit as Dooku. Um, but I <laughs> will say this much. Um, the Emperor definitely fits the mold of a classic Sith Lord in one major way, and that is... He has been lying in wait to conquer the galaxy. He's been amassing a huge army. Nobody even knows of their existence. Freddy, what do you think of the Emperor's plan to conquer the galaxy? Lie in wait, uh, let the Republic kind of uh, crumble in on itself, wait until the Jedi are overconfident, and then just straight up storm the Jedi Temple. Um, or, uh, evaluate his plan as if you were his project manager. Okay. All right. Uh, what's what's his what's the emperor's performance re- review with his uh, you know galactic domination? So imagine have my glasses, my checkboard, and and I'm looking. I'm like, hmm, how original, <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. So, you know, the the plan, I believe, and if if you watch the uh, cutscenes for for uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, the MMO, you see a lot of of that infiltration right the infiltration into the jedi temple um a lot of other stuff i think it's so it's so sith to to have a a secret plan and amassing a secret army in like a secret part of the galaxy it almost makes sense i i just i find it hard to to think of what sith can do other than that because it seems like it's it's a very common theme yeah what do you think patrick stereotypical sith right here <laughs> absolutely stereotypical sith but no it, it like you said earlier it kind of does remind you of a palpatine-esque plot right. just sit wait and wait for that perfect time then hit all your marks and then go for the attack what i appreciate about palpatine is he's a little bit more willing to get his hands dirty he's literally right in the base of the jedi's power right he, he's he's right there in the thick of it with the Jedi uh, face-to-face, having meetings with them, and they don't even see the fact that he's a Sith Lord. With um, with Vitiate, the Emperor in in, um, in Swotor, and the Old Republic Revan, he's he's way off in the unknown regions on Droman Kos, and uh, the Jedi don't even know of his existence until he just... He, he sucker punches them by ransacking the Jedi Temple, which I will say, those, uh, those Swotor trailers are some of my absolute favorite pieces of Star Wars content. What about y'all? Absolutely. Yeah, I I really like the visual. I mean, so before the the video game came out, they had announced the uh, cancellation of Star Wars Galaxies, 
and you know they were <laughs> terrible time. Star Wars Galaxy's number one Star Wars game of all time. Anyway, so <laughs> shot. Um, but when, when when those were coming out, it made me really want to play the video game, not just because of you know it being a Star Wars video game, but the 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 cinematic trailers were amazing. They're they're so fantastic. I suggest yeah. everyone go out there and watch it. All of them. I remember in college, uh, my buddy Luke and I, Luke, if you're listening, uh, shout out to Luke, uh, he and I would just sit in his dorm room and just watch those on a loop over and over and over, eating some yogurt, <laughs> just watching uh, watching those, <laughs> the Old Republic trailers, and then I never actually got a chance to play the game until recently. And I will say, uh, speaking of YouTube videos, uh, in the chat, Juliana's dropping some some hot Legends knowledge on us over here, uh, telling us about some Revan fan-made movies that we'll have to check out. Now, as well as Le- Legacy of the Forest movies. Gotta love the the impact that Juliana has. She comes into the chat late and drops these bombs on us. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. What an awesome community. You know, we're talking about the Emperor here. One of the things for for me that really um, makes him stand out is as a good Sith Lord, as Patrick says, a very stereotypical Sith Lord, one of the things that he does well is he's got this plan of, well, as a good Sith Lord does, trying to live eternally. And at the end of the book, huge spoiler for the end of the book, uh, the major thing that he does is he captures Revan and is basically siphoning his life energy to live unnaturally. How'd you guys like that? That was my impression. It's been a long <laughs> week. Anyway, um, he's he's <laughs> siphoning his <laughs> he's siphoning his life force in order to extend. He and how how long has he even been alive? Now, I'm sure Juliana's like going to look up his uh, his Wikipedia page and. She'll have that for us in just a matter of moments. Um, Ju- Juliana basically lives on Wikipedia. Um, fifteen hundred years—is that what you said, Patrick? I want to say something like that. Fifteen hundred, thirteen hundred. How do we see? You know, uh, how do we see the Emperor um, fitting into this this quest that the Sith have? What's, what does this show us about the Sith's long-standing um, goal of finding a way to to achieve eternal life, Freddie? We've talked about this a little bit in previous yeah. episodes, such as the Darth Plagueis episode and uh, my favorite, which was Dark Empire. Yeah. Where we got naked Palpatine just with his cloning tanks. Oh, good goodness. Luke. <laughs> I almost forgot. I almost got that image out of my head, man. <laughs> so <laughs> Never get that image out of your head. <laughs> so, you know, there, there's clearly a theme, right? That It seems like the Jedi can't wait to die and the Sith don't want to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so terribly morbid. Uh, we'll have Heather put that up on our Twitter this week. That's going to be our Jedi quote. Jedi life from this. that boring. He's like, and I got to this temple, and I just killed yeah, him Yeah, so. From today's episode. The Jedi can't. What was that? Freddy say it again? The Jedi can't. I got to write this one down. The Jedi can't wait to die, and the Sith want to live forever. Something like that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So, you know, it, it just comes down to that theme where, where they, they appreciate material things, right? They They... They like being rich and famous and, well, maybe not famous, but they like being rich. They like material. So how else can you enjoy wealth and, and power without being alive? So naturally they have to live, right? And, and how do you live? What's the one problem everyone faces? Time. And that's exactly how, how the Sith try to fix it is let's just try to figure out how we can live longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, since we've talked about uh, the Emperor trying to live forever. We've talked about young nude Palpatine. Now that we're doing this sucker on, uh, we're doing it on live video, I can show this off in front of the camera. 
For those of you, we're going to get censored by Twitch here. Here's here's our young, naked, slimy Palpatine. <laughs> um, you know that he's got uh, posters of Darth Vitiate up in his <laughs> office, right? It's like his, his phone background. His data pad background uh, is this page, page, uh, page 126, 127 from the Dark... Uh, Dark Empire omnibus. All right. Well, enough of that. What about you? Um, <laughs> what? What? What about you, Patrick? Um, does Does the Emperor do a, a good job at this? Is he Is he better than Plagueis Palpatine at the whole eternal life thing, or uh, is Is he just a pretender? Um, I, honestly, I had to think he was the original at this. Um, what was he? I I want to say he was like between thirteen and fifteen hundred when this comes out. Because he, um, he had already siphoned everybody off Nathema. So at right. this point, he's, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a lot of force power residuals in the tank for, to last him a good another couple thousand years. And let's be honest, when you got a thousand years to plot, you're going to come up with something good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point that you bring up there, Patrick. The fact that uh, one of the major bombshells in this book, especially what makes Scourge hesitant to throw his hat in with the emperor is when he realized just how insanely evil the emperor really is when um is it nyrus somebody shows him um the what he did to the planet of nathema he basically yeah, atomic bombed it by siphoning the, an entire planet's force energy not just the the men but the women and the children too and of course uh, all, all of its uh, i he he takes all of their their vegetation you know every living thing he siphons into himself he basically destroys an entire planet um he is the original death star so freddie would you rather be blown up by the death star or have your life force sucked up by darth vishia um no we won't we won't yeah, go no there. i i'm pretty sure just let's just go to death <laughs> star and just get it over with <laughs> absolutely absolutely well in terms of this this the the fact that uh, the Sith living forever has become relevant again with the rise of Skywalker, you're you're looking for a good fix on that, a really good story of what a Sith is willing to do in order to achieve eternal life. Um, that aspect of this book is absolutely excellent, don't you think, Patrick? Oh, of course, it's it stays right on theme with them. Yeah, I think it, it provides a really interesting wrinkle, especially as the Emperor has has uh, basically taken an entire the planet's life force. You know, uh, one of the places that really receives a lot of attention in this book, it's a great introduction to the planet of Droman Kos, which uh, is actually featured on an old-school Utini bookmark. You got that one, Freddy? You know what? Um, back in the day? I do not have one because uh, Corey took all my things away from me. I know Patrick does. What do you no, mean by he, that? Corey took your things. <laughs> Master <laughs> Corey said I had things. to throw it away. <laughs> Dromenkos is such an awesome planet, this lightning planet, dark and stormy, deep in the unknown regions. Um, you know, this is in a lot of ways reminiscent of Patrick's background here on this week's green screen, uh, Dromenkos. Patrick, do you think that uh, The Rise of Skywalker is, is referencing Dromenkos? Are they ripping off Dromenkos? Do you think uh, one of the writers or concept artists uh, has played Swotor? Okay, so... My take on Exegol was always... Alright, I'm going to dig back into like the legends of legends back in this one. Remember the Clone Wars game that came with the Xbox back in like early 2000? No. Anybody? anybody oh, my. 
Dang it. Come on now. Swing and a miss, Patrick. <laughs> All right. One of the um, later levels was this planet called, like, Thul or Tool or something like that. Okay. And it was it's dark. It's always lightning. It's stormy. It's And it's like an ancient Sith world. And that's when I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all made that Exocol. Okay. Okay. We'll go with that. That's what I always thought it was. Okay, that's interesting. What do you think, Freddie? I feel like Droman Kaz is the embodiment of what a teenager feels. <laughs> it's a, it's a, a, a teenager's deep, dark soul. I think my 18-year-old brother's with us tonight, so we'll, we'll let him chime off and um, let us know. Is this true? Is it accurate? Is it so a, a dark Freddy. and stormy planet of Sith Lords? Droman Kaz equals yes. puberty. Got it. <laughs> I'm good with that. Uh, oh, man. Hormones. Incredible, and incredible high school. You know what's interesting is we've we've gotten some of these recent movies, and they really have referenced some of these old legends titles. Um, Solo was especially egregious in a, a lot of fan service. You know we've got the reference to Terrace Kasi and Ara Singh. It's just loaded from beginning to end with references. But between Dark Empire and what I believe is a reference to Drum and Kass, the Rise of Skywalker isn't afraid to dip its toe into legends. Which I really appreciate. Patrick, you're giving me a face. Like, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm actually not in agreement with you because I'm not sure if I remember this correctly, but didn't some people say they could see, like, Nihilus's mask in the Exegol Temple? In oh, Temple? yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, I'm not just making stuff up. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not Yeah. Crazy. Um... We've talked about some pretty heavy topics here tonight. Uh, you know, the quest for eternal life, Nickelback, <laughs> you know, the big overarching questions. So let me let me end this out with this one last question, and I'd like to get everybody in the chat. I gave you a heads up on this, so hopefully you did your homework. I want to know, you know, this book gives us some pretty awesome Sith names, right? We got uh, Nyrus, it's a great name. You got Scourge, the best Sith Lord name ever. It's 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 almost as if... Uh, he was like, I might as well just name myself uh, Angst, Darth Angst. Uh, Scourge is such a such a heavy name. Um, Darth Slayer, you know, it's kind of what it feels like, right? Um, Patrick, so, we're going to start so off with legendsy. you. Lead us off here. It, very Legendsy. He's in the right place. He knows what book he's in. Um, he knows he's going to be on a two-part Twitch podcast one of these days, and he is here for it. Uh, can you outdo Scourge? What would your Sith Lord name be, my friend? Darth Vile. Vile? Vile. Like, uh, like, like Nick Vile from The Bachelor? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Any Bachelor fans in the chat? Hey, don't expose me right now. <laughs> I'm, not as, I'm not afraid to admit it, man. Every Monday night? Okay. Hey, that means I gotta tell my girl I was watching it without her. <laughs> Darth Slayer is a good one. Joxy says, I've got dibs on Darth Slayer. All right. He only ever wears, uh, like, Anthrax and Metallica t-shirts. Okay. Go ahead, Freddy. What's your, what's your Sith Lord uh, name? Corey Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's a good guy. Um, yeah. This is, this is, this is funny because I never, I never consider myself in, like, the Sith, the Sith realm of every, anything. Uh, I've always, you know, been on the light side of everything. But if I had to pick a name... A Darth. Oh, yo! You think you're too good for this, Freddie? You think you're too know, good man. for my question? <laughs> you can write the Google Doc notes next time. You can write the show notes, man. I was trying man. to search Latin words for darkness. You're too light side for my sis, my Sith question. 
Uh, let, let's go with uh, uh, Darth. You know, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I can't. I can't do it. It's too hard. I'm too good for this. <laughs> I'm on the good side. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm reading the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go tweet ahead, it out. How about that? Stand by. Perfect. Once once Freddy figures it out, we'll 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 announce Darth it on Patrick. all the, all, Darth Patrick. You know, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article that Freddie just sent me. That the name Tenebrae is Latin for darkness. It's a religious service in Christianity. Um, talking about extinguishing um, of candles. It, the extinguishing of candles. I've got to say, I'm almost done with my Master of Divinity, and I've never even heard of this. So. Um, <laughs> definitely not a part of my tradition but i'm looking at the word surreptitious used here dark darth surreptitious would be good um maybe not that sounds a little bit on the nose all right we got some good ones in the chat we've got from cheryl a very 2020 sith lord name i'd be darth i'm tired of your stuff (laughs) gotta censor that one cheryl sorry you you can put it in the chat but i'm gonna have to censor it on my end at least um i have covid i'm gonna have teenagers that's a good one Definitely a good one. We've actually got friends uh, who have a, a two-year-old daughter named Kova, which is incredibly ill-timed. Inc- she's got a rough year. Oh, man. That, that little girl. All right, we got a good one from Joxy, Darth Scythe, Darth Obscura. We got Darth LOL from uh, One Nile in the chat. That's a good one, Darth LOL. Is that supposed to be your name? Or are you just laughing at uh, at Cheryl's answer, Joxy's answer? Those are both good. Um. Absolutely excellent names, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Darth Corn Horn, right? (laughs) Dang it, I wanted to say it. Uh, I I will say... say, Jared? Yeah, man. In this book, I have hatred for Atris like Corey has for Corn. Oh, really? Interesting. Why is that? She's so self-righteous and useless at the same time. It's like, really? You've done nothing for nobody but judge people. You're just she's like very, she's very judgy. I relate to her in a big bad way. <laughs> He's like how I'm secretly judging both of you and giving you and Freddie grace for this podcast. <laughs> well, we did, we did tell Patrick that this was his audition for Legends Look Back, and he was gonna have to do a good job if you want to be on the show again. No, I will say the the one last thing I'll say about the naming conventions is uh, on my main playthrough of Kotor back in the day, my name was Ronid Jast, and uh, I will forever cling to that name with all of my that's that's like my my online alter ego Ronid Jast you ever in Reddit you see somebody named that's me all right Ronid Jast is my Revan name it's like it starts with R you kind of got Ronin or Ronid and Revan it was like my auto generated name by by Kotor I pretty sure to say, you pressed the button didn't you <laughs> oh, I pressed the button man I pressed, pressed it for the- sure for sure. Well, everybody, if you have enjoyed listening to us podcast about the Old Republic Revan, or if you actually read the book and loved it, um, we've got some other great stuff that we can recommend for you. In particular, we want to recommend our newly published, newly written, uh, hot off the presses of the internet, that Revan collection uh, that, you know, I wrote, so, you know, it's excellent. All right. Now, we've got some other good collections that you can check out, too. Uh, I would also encourage you to check out the Sith Collection, the Villains Collection. we got a Plagueis Collection. And, of course, all right, here you are in the Twitch stream. You're getting a scoop, everybody. We'll see, we'll see how mad Meg is at me for dropping a scoop on her collections here. Coming soon. Coming soon uh, to launch with the release of Star Wars Squadrons to get that good Utini synergy. Yeah, there's Meg in the chat. Did someone say collections? Coming soon. I think that will tie in really excellently with 
our Revan two-part roundtable. We're going to have a video games collection that Michael has written. Looking forward to that. The Star Wars books that you can... Uh Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. All right, we're just going to have to keep podcasting forever so that uh, I don't get in the... (laughs) I don't get in trouble by Meg in the Slack. She's not happy with me for this. Video games collection. So be looking forward to that one. Build the hype, everybody. I'm just building hype, Meg. I'm sweating. Somebody bail me out. Freddie, help me out here. Uh, Nickelback. Uh, (laughs) Nickelback. There we go. Now Meg's happy. Now Meg is happy. I will say, now that we've got the release of Thrawn, Ascendancy, Chaos Rising, um, one of the cool things that I would encourage you to do is check out, if you're enjoying some Thrawn in your life, check out our Thrawn collection that Charles wrote. It's a really excellent one. Some good Thrawn books. A lot of good deep dive legend stuff you can dive into with that. And... One last massive announcement before we wind this sucker down. Coming up next, we're going to have a, a, a another episode that's topical. We're still ironing out, but b- before that, we do want to go ahead and give you the heads up that our next book that we are going to tackle as a roundtable on Legends Look Back is the Legends Seminal Masterpiece. This is for you, Cheryl. Buckle up. We are going to do Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn. We are starting the Thrawn trilogy, everybody. Get hyped. You excited for that, Patrick? I am. And also, I found that I had my Heir to the Empire audio on tape in the house the other day. On cassette tape? On cassette tape. No, I'm excited. I have nowhere to play it, but I still have it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't have any cassette players either, but uh, that's that's incredibly epic. All right, we're going to have to invite Patrick back on now that he's talked <laughs> about cassette tapes. Well, that does it for this week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Legends Look Back. Uh, thank you for joining us. For those who have been with us live in the chat, super excited to spend our Thursday night with you. If you're watching later on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, share, hit that bell, all that good stuff that I'm supposed to say as a YouTube host. I'm still new at this, so... Uh, Give me a break here, people. On Twitch, what you can do if you want to help us out, um, you can subscribe for free. That's right, for free every month. If you have Amazon Prime, you like getting your packages in two days, not three, but two days, you can also help us out at Utini uh, with twitch.tv slash Utini underscore US. I'm getting better at this, Freddie, right? You're doing it. You're doing it. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, You know, um, you can help us out with your free... Uh, Prime Gaming subscription each month. We'd be honored if you threw your credits our way. Also, if you've got feedback for us, if we totally butchered this episode and you want to let us know or you want to let your questions be heard, we're going to answer those on an upcoming episode. Let us know in our new email address, legendslookback at utini.com. You can also join the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Jared Q. Mays. Freddy is at Wake Up Freddy. And Patrick's not on Twitter, but he is totally, definitely, absolutely all the time in the Discord at PJ Turtle. If you're looking to buy some of these awesome books, wrong such, as, such as... That's not you? No, that's, that's the wrong that's Patrick? That's, that's, that's the wrong Patrick? Patrick? Oh, that's, the, that's Patrick Ortiz. Oh, my gosh. There's multiple Patricks, apparently. I'm learning new <laughs> things on this episode. I will say, if you're looking to buy some of these books, such as The Old Republic... Revan by Drew Carpitian. You can look up a book on Utini. Click, click the Amazon, eBay, Thrift Books links. We got all the links, guys. And uh, you can, of course, throw some credits our way that way as well. We'll get a few cents to help keep the lights on. Another way to help us out and show your love, Utini, is by grabbing some swag on Teespring. 
We've got some awesome merch designed by our buddy um, Joxie Jose, who's with us in the chat. We've got the It's Artfully Done tank and the new Legends Look Back tee available in all sorts of colors and even kids' sizes. Got to get my kids uh, dressed in those. My wife's been wearing her Legends Look Back tee all the time. And I got to say, at least at least for me, I love seeing my wife in a Legends Look Back tank. And uh, you can be looking at other people in Legends Look Back tanks. This is about to get weird. <laughs> Let's wind this sucker up. Uh, if you've read any of these books, head over to utini.com. Leave us a review. We'd love to know what you think. And of course, everybody, now more than ever, it's a dark year. Okay, it's almost as dark as Droman Cost. We want to encourage you to keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast. <laughs>